Hi, I'm Addison Price. I'm a student here in the Spear School of Business. On this podcast, Dean Eastman and I give insights on business tips and tricks, how-tos, and fun stories. Join us in a variety of guests on your walk to class or for a quick break in your day. This is The Buzz on Business. Yay! We're here. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like an old pro getting the rust <laughs> off. Well, like a pro, I wouldn't say old, Eddie. That, 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 would, be, that would be my category. So, uh, <laughs> why don't you introduce our guest today, Dean Eastman? Oh, that's right. We probably should. We are delighted to have Rachel McKissick, who is the current president of our Business Student Council. So welcome, Rachel. Thank you. I'm happy to be on the podcast. We're so excited to have you today. We're going to talk just a little bit about what it's like to be the president of the Business Student Council, how you got involved, all sorts of fun things. So first, will you tell us just a little bit about yourself, where you're from, why you chose OSU maybe, what, what led you here? Yeah, for sure. So I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I grew up and went to Lincoln Christian School um, there in Tulsa, and family is really important to me. And so my older brother actually came to OSU, and so it kind of sparked my interest. And then um, he's two years older than me, so I toured OSU, and it just felt like home. I know everyone says that, but I think it's super true. Um, and then I am a junior currently, and I'm studying marketing and hospitality and tourism management. So that's been a lot of fun, and I've just enjoyed my time here. And Business Student Council is something that I was passionate about when I was a freshman and applied. And so that's how I ended up in my role as president currently. That's awesome. Yay. I know that my brother and I have kind of a similar story. He came to OSU. He's three years older than me. I actually never thought I would end up at OSU. And he was kind of the one that steered me this way. So we have that in common. It's definitely a family tie. And I feel like the sense of community is very, very real at OSU. And so it kind of, it draws you in really quickly. You, you mentioned your, uh, the BSC was important to you. Uh, why and uh, what prompted you to want to join? Yeah, so in the business field, I think you hear a lot about networking. And so coming in as a freshman, I was really eager to get plugged in and just meet some people and make Spears feel more like home. And I think Business Student Council really appealed to me in that way because it truly is a networking opportunity, not just to meet other students, but also to meet our guest speakers and faculty. And so I was just all in. I was so ready to meet people and even have opportunities like this that I wouldn't have had otherwise. That's really cool. Will you tell us a little bit about some of your guest speakers? I'm always curious just because I feel like anytime that one, we're able to have guest speakers on the podcast is really cool. But even in classes, I think it's so fun to hear from business professionals and kind of give some of their wisdom and everything. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Maybe one of your favorites? Yes, we had, um, and you're kind of putting me on the spot. I here. know, like, I know. To remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad I remember the title and the position. That's totally fun. Yeah, go for but it. We had the CFO of Walmart, and I can't remember his name. So forgive me, CFO of Walmart, if you're listening. <laughs> Um, but he was so down to earth and he talked about how important family was to him. And so I loved hearing a perspective of someone who is so high up in a big company, but also balances his family life and his passions outside of work. And, um, I think that insight was super helpful to the council, but me personally, I um, mean, it was just great getting to connect with him. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. well, some people may not be familiar with business student councils. Could you tell us a little bit about uh, the organization, the events they have, things like that? Yeah, for sure. So business student council, the way I kind of describe it is the overarching organization of Spears. Um, since we do take in all majors and kind of all aspects of Spears and we want to represent the student body in that way. But our goal is really to connect the faculty to the student body and create a cohesion in Spears. And so that's kind of our mission and goal. And a lot of the events we do are centered around professional development, but also we do philanthropy activities. We do engagement within Spears with faculty and just with other students. 
Um, and so an event that I'm excited that's coming up is actually our applications are open right now. So I'm just really excited to meet those new members, have them interview, and um, just welcome in a new new class to Business Student Council. Yeah. So if you're listening to the podcast and you're not involved in the Business Student Council, please apply and you can have Rachel leading you all the way through. Well, really, you'll be here until next December. You graduate in December. Will you remain Business Student Council president so through that I time? I will not because the terms run for the school year. So Perfect. it'll be nice though. I'll take a little semester for break a little bit senior yeah. year <laughs> since I'm graduating in December. But yeah, they close this Friday. So please apply. Thank Anyone listening? <laughs> That's awesome. That's so exciting. Well, I feel like you talked a little bit about some of the events and everything that you guys have going on, but what does it look like? Can you kind of paint a picture for maybe some people that don't know what it would be like to be a part of the Business Student Council? Yes, I can definitely do that. So we meet bi-weekly on Tuesday. Tuesdays at 5.30, so it's not too much of a, a time commitment, but it also is a great way to be flexible but also still be involved. So a typical month is you'd probably have about two meetings per month, and then we normally will try to do a philanthropy event, so whether that's into the streets when that happens during the semester, or sometimes we volunteer at our daily bread and things like that, so that'll be an opportunity. We also will do giveaway days in Spears, so some of the students listening may have seen us, but we hand out donuts sometimes, um, individually packaged this year, of course, <laughs> but fun things like that, so you'd have the chance to volunteer at that, or if it's homecoming, um, you could help with our parade flow and representing Spears at homecoming. That's really cool. I like it. I'm, I'm going to be on the lookout now for yes. maybe some free donuts and <laughs> yeah. things. Those are my favorite. I'll shoot you a text. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, please do. Keep me uh, in the loop now, on I that. I don't know if you know, you're the first HTM major to be president. That is so exciting. Wow. Did yeah, you know that? I didn't. <laughs> no. Because I don't know if HTM was in the college when you were a freshman. It, I think it was transitioning. Transitioning, yeah, right. But it wasn't fully and I don't know initiated I don't know the technical term is integrated incorporated yes. depends who you ask Dean he's been <laughs> knowing the facts with that one I know. how about you yeah, yeah but I yeah so I, that's yeah, I just didn't know if you knew that you're the I did not that's know, exciting they know it and they're very proud uh, of having you uh, one of their majors their president that's so, so not sweet that we wouldn't be proud anyway but they are especially proud <laughs> well, thank you. one of theirs is in the leadership exactly realm. so where can people go for if they want to get more information about BSC for sure. So honestly, our email is a good go-to. It's spearsbsc at okstate.edu. So that's a good resource. We answer all the questions on there. We get a lot of people reaching out. You also can reach out to me personally on my email. Um, another aspect is Campus Link. We try to keep our page pretty updated, and it shows our officers on there. So that's a good resource. Um, and then last but not least, our Instagram is spearsschoolbsc. That's awesome. Yeah. How do you feel like different classes within the Spear School of Business have kind of helped you prepare to, one, be involved in the Spear School, the Spear School of Business Student Council, but also to be president of it? Yes. So Spears, I think the, the big key for me taking classes here has been um, time management. And I know that's said a lot, but I think when you have multiple classes going on and multiple projects and even outside activities, that really teaches you how to manage your time a little better. And so whether that's a project mixed with a short-term project, anything like that, it taught me how to really create priorities and delegate even in group projects and things like that. And that's a big key of being president of Business Student Council is learning how to manage my time well so then I can help other people um, and delegate tasks to them as well. We were talking a little bit before we started recording about just different group projects and everything. So <laughs> yes. I know that time management, we were talking about how sometimes it's so hard to connect with your group and get involved yeah. with everybody and kind of dele delegate the tasks and everything. So I'm sure that that is kind of carried all the way through, especially being president of the BSC. So that's awesome. 
So outside of BSC, what are some of the other activities you're involved with? Yes, so I am involved with a ministry organization. It's an all-female organization, but it's called Delight Ministry. So that takes up a lot of my time. It's something I'm really passionate about. I also work two jobs. So I work for residential life here at Oklahoma State. So shameless plug there. <laughs> it's been a good, a good ride there. Um, and I also am a library ambassador. So that's kind of fun getting to represent the library. Um, and then other than that, I feel like class and business student council will take up most of my time. Well, plugs for uh, residence hall and the library. Yes, they'll, they'll I both know. be happy. Uh, yeah. Right? Gonna... You really represent it all. I wish you right here, <laughs> just sitting next to us. Well, that's super fun. I, whenever we kind of first met and we were talking, we were talking a little bit about different like women in business, fashion trends and tips and kind of how hard it is sometimes to be able to know how to dress and be professional while still also looking like you're 20 years old and not like you're 40 or 50 years old that not that anything's wrong with looking 40 or 50 <laughs> but there's a different there's a different when you are yeah. 40 and 50 yeah. right yeah you want to look your age and you want to dress appropriately so kind of what do you do um in the business student council to talk a little bit or at least work with students a little bit on knowing how to present themselves that's a great question. So I think one of the key things we do is when we have guest speakers, we actually have the council dress business casual or business. Actually, we don't normally do business professional. We always have them dress business casual. Kind of like snappy cash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah perfect. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Snappy cash. Snappy yeah. cash. It's not, yeah. it's not quite casual. It's a little snappier, a little cuter. Uh, yeah. Yes. I'll so keep that in mind. There you go. <laughs> I will type that in my next email to the council. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and so we normally have the council dress up for our guest speakers. I think that's just a good opportunity to maybe not have as much pressure in what you wear since it is the whole council, but also just kind of help you get used to dressing up and interacting with people who maybe are more high profile than we just interact with on a daily basis. Yeah. Dean Eastman, I feel like you are always having to dress professional and never really snappy cash necessarily. Well, now that I know that's a category, I'll, I'll start looking right? for Right. You can kind uh, of work with it. What's your maybe go-to tips and tricks for some advice on how students can help I put would, their best foot I forward? I would always... It's always better to be overdressed than underdressed. So when in doubt, you know, shoot one notch above. You know, you don't know where it tucks. But I mean, uh, but if you're not sure, it's always better to be. People appreciate you being overdressed than under. I definitely agree. I feel like, too, it's always kind of I've had moments where I've showed up to something not knowing what the attire was supposed to be. And when you don't have a friend that you can text and ask or someone that you can reach out to and ask, I feel like I've had moments where I've thought, okay, surely this is kind of a casual event and I show up and there's nothing worse than feeling like you are underdressed and feeling like I did not, I did not meet the expectation or even the requirement socially, which I should have. And then it almost is kind of a little bit embarrassing. So I definitely agree. I always overdress. So what, what's been the, uh as a student leader, uh, how do you uh, kind of do that, but also try to be a, whatever a normal college student is? <laughs> so. Yes, that's another good question. <laughs> you guys are getting me. Um, I would say the thing I struggle probably with the most and something that I really have to work on is maybe setting aside time for each of the activities because I find myself sometimes really wanting to dedicate myself wholeheartedly to being a student leader or to fully a student. And so finding the balance between the two is something that I really strive for, but something that is hard. And I think it's hard for all students to really figure out what they're passionate about, but also balance that passion and that time with still succeeding academically. Yeah. yeah a philosopher uh, I read once said, you should do something unpro unproductive every day. 
because part of it, people get on the treadmill and try to do that. Yeah. So to try to kind of a Zen moment to just do something that is a complete waste of time every day. Not maybe for five hours, but at least <laughs> right. something. Yeah. It's right, easy to get sucked into the right. hole. You just right. keep going and you're really unproductive really for a lot of time, especially you get on your phone and you look up and how has it been two hours? I thought I was here for 15 minutes. That's always scary when that happens. We talked a little bit too about just fun college moments. And I feel like that previous question kind of goes into being a, norm a normal college student and also wanting to be a leader of college students can be so hard. But what maybe are some of your fun college moments slash maybe embarrassing college moments and that could be anything from showing up to class to the wrong class I've done that plenty of times and I thought that I was in the right class and about halfway through I realized this is not where I'm supposed to be I'm not an accounting was it more major interesting than the other one? That would be <laughs> exactly well some of them have been way harder where I realized very quickly that I have no idea what I'm doing and I have no business being there so tell us maybe some of your funny or embarrassing college moments if you have any maybe oh, you've yes. just been great I, no no I definitely do and I'm going to start with embarrassing ones because they always make me laugh so it was my freshman year and <laughs> I was pretty new to the library but I was just sitting there studying and then I was like okay it's time to go and so I see this door and it wasn't really marked and so I was like oh it'll be fine I'll just sneak out because I didn't want to walk past all the other students again little did I know it set an alarm off <laughs> and so no. <laughs> like any responsible adult I just booked it I just <laughs> ran away <laughs> fled the scene so that is probably my most embarrassing moment and it's not even that it was in the public eye because I like I said I fled the scene right but it was just so mortifying to me I was like why did I go out that door there was so many others so that's one of the embarrassing moments. And another embarrassing moment is I am not the kind of person who's normally late to class, but for some reason I had an exam in my first MSIS class and my alarm didn't go off and I don't, I still don't know why. And so I like ran to class, was 10 minutes late and sat on the floor because there was like no seats and I took my exam on the floor. Oh no. <laughs> I'm a lecturer. So those are my two best. Um, That's but. great. So about three years ago, if you were, if you were around when the <laughs> alarm was going off, now you know, Rachel McKissick, she is guilty. So, guilty. Yeah, is, that, is that guilt led you to be an ambassador for the library? <laughs> exactly. A, trying to make amends for past sins? No, is I am. It? I am. I'm trying to pay my dues now. <laughs> That's so perfect. That's exactly it. Now we know now we know the truth behind the leadership we really do <laughs> there's always something very flawed i am <laughs> taught classes uh, on exam days i always would say it's so nice to see some of you again because <laughs> of the only time you would see some people exactly would be on the exam for that one day. grade yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure well you know we strive at spears to make a, a perfect experience uh now we know we're not there but that we do want to obviously improve if there was one or two things you could see to make things better for students what would it be wow um that one's difficult because honestly like i said my experience at spirits has been nothing but the best i mean spirits is also another huge reason of why i chose to come to osu is because the resources the facilities they're all top notch so i would say though that and actually you guys already do this, but something that I think is really key and something that I still want to do my spring semester, this upcoming spring semester is study abroad. I think that all students really could benefit from that opportunity. And I think you guys do a great job through the, um, through our, is it Kegel? Yes, yep. oh my gosh. They do a great job of making those affordable for students, but I think that all Spear students would really benefit from that and getting that international experience because there's always that opportunity. It's not just limited to the US, so. Well, fingers crossed we are having our first ones, uh, I think spring break and then next That's summer. So, so just a few exciting. were uh, dipping our toe back in the water. So uh, everyone get vaccinated and uh, be careful. We'll uh, be able to spring those next uh, 
semester. There you go. That Rachel, is see, so you could go exciting. for that one. You brought it back, awesome. Rachel. It was because it of was you. just for then. you. That was you actually knew a surprise. I was cry. <laughs> yeah. if, if it got can- well, not canceled, but um, I'm a scholar leader here in Spears, and so we're set to kind of study abroad. And so if it's canceled, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah. So fingers crossed, we will be uh, going forward. I will say too, I feel like the whole experience of studying abroad, that was something that I really wanted to do during my time in college. And just with everything that happened in the world, I really didn't get the opportunity to, but I have a lot of opportunities that I've gotten to be able to do different internships with different companies. And I would highly encourage students to even look into doing international internships because you can do them remotely but then you still kind of have that same international experience, which is super, super cool. So I would highly recommend looking into that as well. I think you bring up a really good point with that, Rachel. Maybe one of our last little questions here, but I'm so curious, Rachel, you are so encouraging and so motivating and you have really done so much with your time in college and you're a junior. So you have some time left too to make a, to make a stamp and make a more, even more of a name for yourself. But I would be curious to know where do you see yourself maybe in five years, which I feel like that's an age old question and it's always a tough one. But what are some of your goals when you graduate and what are you looking forward to? Yeah, so untraditional, actually. I Well, maybe not untraditional, but a lot of students, um, I think, strive to go into the corporate world, maybe, and climb the social ladder. And honestly, I thought that was me until I did my first internship this past summer. And I realized that's not really what I want with my life. There's just other things that I care more about. And so for me, I'm really family oriented. And so um, I would love to actually pursue something in Tulsa, which is where I'm from, and be close to my family and raise a family there. Um, So personally, that's kind of what I hope five years looks like for me. But professionally, I think that I really would enjoy going into possibly an ad agency and maybe working as liaison between a company and an ad agency. So that's something I'm hoping to maybe pursue my next internship. But who's to say, you know, I think every college student never knows, but I think that's the direction I kind of see my life heading and hopefully I could find a place to work in Tulsa, but I'm just open to whatever and just happy for the opportunities that I have been given already. Yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. It's always good to be uh, adaptable. Um, so, uh, but I think you got a good foundation from whence to, uh, to work from. So any last words of, uh, wisdom, Rachel? Oh man. That was a big question. I said, I need some for me. Gosh. <laughs> I'm tapped out. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So that's what we're asking None you, Rachel. None from Dean Eastman. It's <laughs> all you. <laughs> I think that a word of wisdom or maybe advice that I would have given to myself too is, really just go for it and try those things because I think through trying those things I have found what I love and really just gotten to make my time here memorable and make it something that I look back on and really just have joy for so yeah try all the things (laughs) no that's great we appreciate it well it's been wonderful to get to know you more and a little bit more about the BSCs we really appreciate your time thank you thank you Rachel thank you guys (laughs) today in history on September 14th 1814 Francis Scott Key pens a poem which is later set to music and in 1931 becomes America's national anthem the Star Spangled Banner the poem originally titled the defense of Fort McHenry was written after Key witnessed the Maryland fort being bombarded by the British during the War of 1812. I personally think America the Beautiful should be our national anthem, but no one asked me. In 1939, the first helicopter was flown in Stratford, Connecticut. The tethered flight only lasted a few seconds. Did they crash or did they land? Well, they go to the research team to find that out. And in 1969, September 14th, was the first draft lottery date drawn from the U.S. Selective Service. 
The first draft lottery since 1942 happened on December 1st, 1969. So why are we telling you in September, every male ages 19 to 26 was entered into the draft. This was different from the 1942 draft where the oldest males were entered into the draft first. September 14 was the first number called. If your birthday was on September 14th, you would be called to service. The last draft lottery was on December 7th, 1972, and the draft registration was suspended on January 27th, 1976. Draft registration was brought back in 1980 and currently has every male register for the draft within 30 days of their 18th birthday. And that's it for history. And we'll see you the next time on The Buzz on Business.